Join the Pop Life Podcast conversation. Follow us on Twitter at the Pop Life Podcast. Find us on iTunes at the Pop Life Podcast. Be sure to rate us, please. And find us on SoundCloud and share and like and subscribe. Thanks. Welcome to the Pop Life Podcast, coming to you from the Crosby Collective Studio. Starring your hosts, Jeffrey Sledge, Naima Cochran, and Sean Young. If it's top of mind in pop culture, it's up for discussion. Thank you for joining us this week. The Pop Life begins in three, two, one. All right, Pop Life Podcast. Today is the uh, August 29th. Right? Because yeah. it's Michael over. Jackson's birthday. Michael Jackson's birthday. Um, so. Summer over. Summer over. All right. Get your Halloween costumes ready. Get your Thanksgiving turkey. The rest in peace to Michael Jackson. Yeah, um, the greatest. They had a big. Uh, I saw on, online had a big. They, they did the uh, Michael Jackson Prince thing this weekend. They brought that. And back. I feel like this is the biggest spikes ever. Yeah, done, right? yeah, well, yeah. We went to the park. Yeah, yeah. We went to Prospect Park. Usually, it was in the street. I mean, it was it was a big a big celebration in, but it seemed like with the park and also our, uh, what's it called? Dave Chappelle's birthday, 50th birthday, birthday celebration. I think was was Saturday. A Friday, mm-hmm. Saturday. So it was the day before that. So a lot of people stayed in, stayed over, right. rather. Right. You got that kind of more celebrity crowd too. Plus, uh, you know, New York. I mean, I, I wasn't there this summer, but like, it, it just you can tell everybody's outside. Everybody was outside this summer. Everybody was doing as much as they could, um, catching up. Kind of, kind of was out, everybody was outside this summer, but I got to be honest, I didn't have as much FOMO for not being in New York this summer as I thought I would. The only time I did was I was supposed to come up the Thursday before. I was supposed to come up the week of Hip Hop 50. Okay. And I would have been at Yankee Stadium. Now, during the show, just during the show, I had FOMO about not being, not being there. there. Yeah. And yeah. then it went away. You know what I'm saying? Like It's like, it's like I wish I had been there. And then, and also, I'm going to see the Force Tour when it comes to DC, the, the LL Cool J joint with the Roots. Oh, so, yeah. So it's like I had FOMO during the set, during mm-hmm. like watching part of it, and then I was over it. But yeah. I, I didn't have as much FOMO because I didn't come up this much as this summer as I had planned to. And I was actually kind of okay. It's weird. Yeah. I don't know. Like, like the Yankee Stadium went up for the show that day. Did he enjoy it? He loved it. Yeah. I heard yeah. the show was, I heard the show was great. Yeah, Randy MC closed. And he was like, yeah. it was the livest shit he had ever witnessed in person. And, yeah. Well, they said that's Run DMC's. Run DMC said that's, that's, that's the last. That's the last shit because they they weren't really doing shows anyway. Once Jay died, um, right. Run Run was basically like, I'm out. So DMC would kind of do, would still do shows, but he can't um, really because his voice is gone. Yeah, right. yeah. So like it's like yeah. it's tough. And Run, I guess they did for the fiftieth, but he wasn't. Really performing, I guess this is the yeah, their final, uh, you know, they which is uh, crazy because seeing them live run on like so many people now know Reverend Run mostly, they um, don't know Run, and, yeah. yeah, and you may have seen Run's video, Run DMC videos and stuff, but Run live on stage, that yeah. man yeah. is run. a monster, yeah, yeah, Run was Run is Run is done, like everybody bows down to Run, you know, like, like you know, he and. He yeah. said he was going to leave before the very end just because it was, it was late and he had yeah. to get on back late. to the train or whatever. And I was like, mm-hmm. if you fucking leave before you see the yeah. very last Run DMC performance, yeah, you you're going to regret it. Yeah, and he yeah. stayed. 
And yes, I yeah. I, I heard oh, I heard the great show I ran late. I heard it get up at two eight to two AM, but I heard it was a great show. Yeah, I fell asleep before yeah. running. See, I tapped out. Because yeah. I was so, watching you know. on the live stream. Yeah, yeah. So oh, God okay. bless. Yeah, I, I didn't I, I had a little FOMO. Like I would I would definitely wish I would have been at the Michael Prince thing. Um it was something else too. Well the fiftieth and it was another I can't remember now, but it was something in New York that happened, and I was like, "Shit, I wish I was there for that." But it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like I was crying or nothing. But it was just like, you know, it just seemed like it was, it was a lot of people that um, at these events you would kind of could see all at the same time, and that's what it was. Like, oh, everybody was there. It's always what it is, really. It's the people mm-hmm. who were there is not seeing the folks who were there and missing the energy. And I think also for me, um, for the listeners who don't know, like I'm taping from New York right now. I can, I knew that like I would be back in New York off and on for the fall. So like opportunities, oh Sean's here. Opportunities will um present itself. So I think that was part of my thing was like, well, I'll be back there eventually, whatever. But I think also at this point, it, I'm of two minds of it. Like on the one hand, at our age, the way the the way the world moves, you realize you don't know how many opportunities you have to be in a room with everybody exactly that's my point but at the same time there are very few actual once in a lifetime joints mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. it's like it's two-sided you know two-sided. i know the other one was it was the daylight soul thing today now i did mm-hmm. feel a way about missing the daylight yeah, joint yeah, yeah. i definitely again, felt about yeah, that. So you can say because at this at this age in this juncture being in a room and everybody um starts to mean a lot because you know people don't make it or pass away mm-hmm. or move away or whatever so yeah, but um, you know, but God, you know, God bless those those. What up, Sean? Of, you know, we wasn't we wasn't we wasn't expecting you. Glad to see you, bro. Yeah, man, I was able to jump in. So okay, okay. Yeah. Glad to have you. Glad I'm, to have I'm you. I'm on the move. You see, I'm on the move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nigga. He's like he like yeah. that new meme with the cat. You know, the cat be yeah. driving and shit. <laughs> Sean, <laughs> 80, like solid seventy five percent of the time we're doing the show. Sean is in his car. I don't think yeah. y'all know that. Yeah, I, I think it's more like 85, 90 <laughs> in the ride. Man, every time. Multitasking like a mug. Taking Facebook pictures, looking up from the camera. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> uh, so, that, I mean, let's jump on in and knock this out real quick. Um, first thing I wanted to mention was um, uh, rest in peace to Bob Barker. Um, who I definitely thought had been dead. I mean, I 90, thought- 99. I yeah. thought he, I, I thought he saw Uncle Charles at the crossroads about <laughs> ten years ago. Wow, so yeah, yeah. Everybody saying he got as close to hundred as possible without going over. It exactly. Was just, that's yeah. like that's so funny. That's perfect. so funny. Um, perfect. But yeah, I definitely thought. And then when I was mentioning that, I thought Bob Barker is there. Somebody was like, "Yeah, that's the same way I felt about um." Carol Burnett, and so I saw her being celebrated recently. I was like, "Wait, Carol's still with us too?" You yeah, Carol's still with us because the people retire and then they disappear. Yeah, you start to just in your mind, you're just like, "Well, they passed, right?" Yeah, you know, especially like, people oh, like they- that, you know, because Carol's Carol's got a substantial, I, I think, a substantial amount of money, and so did Bob. So they they didn't really need to be outside. They they retired and disappeared because they could afford to retire. Exactly. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah, they didn't need they didn't need to like, you know, perform here or so, they you know, have they show niece, up. They have their niece managing them. <laughs> the, 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 Twitter, the Twitter <laughs> and shit, you know, that shit, yeah. So the rest of the pizza Bob Barker, he was good in every hood. He everybody's uh everybody Everybody I saw Price. a lot of tributes to Bob Barker, the babysitter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Obviously, everybody yeah. watched Prices Right at some point. Like everybody, like you, it was impossible to uh, 
to miss him. And it was, you know, so rest in peace to him and, you know, take care of the animals and all that stuff. Um, have your pets paid or neutered. Yeah, have your pets paid or neutered. He was dead ass serious about that. He was dead ass serious. He was dead serious. No, he was not, he was not playing at all. He was not playing at all. Yeah, get them fixed. We don't need no more animals. Um, I wanted to mention, um, it's over now, but Kiki birth, Kiki Palmer's had a birthday uh, last week, I guess. And that's you know, how that, you announced that you're 30. Yeah. Exactly like yeah. that. For some reason, I thought she was older. Not old. I thought she was like 32. I didn't realize yeah, she was I just she was 29. Yeah, I thought she was a part of us for so long. Yeah. It doesn't make yeah. sense that she's only yeah. 30. Yeah. Exactly. I, I didn't realize she was still in her 20s. I was like, oh, wow. So, you know, priest to her and, uh, you know, the 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 the, uh, the baby dad, baby father or boyfriend yeah, or whatever. He was they, or whatever. They, they were there together. I don't know what that means, but, you know. God it bless. means that's her baby father. That's what it, it means. It means they co-parent. Yeah. I mean, and, that, and that's the thing. Like, I realize, like, the internet now wants the Kiki shit to be really scandalous. But the fact of the matter is, these two have to share parenting duties, and mm-hmm. you don't really yeah. know the ins and outs of their lives. And we they don't, make- we don't even know that them niggas is apart. Like, yeah. exactly, we they don't know that. <laughs> they making whole synopsises and storylines <laughs> people that we don't know. Ain't nobody don't said know. nothing. She ain't said she put the nigga out. The nigga, nope. yeah. Don't nobody know them people. No, like, exactly. there's, been, there's been things that could be interpreted as subs or not or whatever. And also, yeah, like, the, but I also want to say the vitriol towards Kiki still. Like, people mad at the video with Usher, which, by the way, I thought was. Well, cool. I don't. What, what are they mad about that for? Brilliant. Oh, it's so, so good. Silly. Then they met, they were mad about her, they were mad about her 30th birthday picture. She sold, I saw people, I posted, I reposted one of her pictures on Music Summer and the folks was like, she sold her soul. She going out bad. Somebody what was are you like, talking about? Music case. I was like, what is wrong with you? Like, they mad. They really mad. <laughs> are y'all okay? Like, they're no, not, they're not. No, they're not. They're, they're not, not okay. okay. <laughs> they're not first okay. All, we need a lady. Out. Uh, first of all, let me just say this. Uh, you niggas be subbing each other from different rooms and house. Y'all niggas are talking about, like, be, be, I don't give a fuck about none of that. And nah. also, too, a lot of a lot of this shit, a lot of that backlash is what I think is this Madonna complex that a lot of, um, I don't want to. Madonna horse is in, Yes. I don't know if it's, I don't, I don't want to use the word incel because I think that that's way too broad and too, I mean, it may be too specific yeah. for what I'm trying to say, but like a lot of dudes view like this motherhood thing as like some born again Christian shit and like right. you can't be a, like you're no longer a woman you're only a mother now exactly. well not and just the like, mother thing but the wife thing too because everybody's like she's not a wife she's not a wife and I'm like why she not a I mean she's not his wife but it's like what about this says to you this woman isn't a wife you know what I'm saying like there is this and niggas always and niggas always do this comparison because they're comparison they, they will compare her to like fucking Angela Bassett. Exactly. Or like, like that's how you're supposed to carry yourself. Like nigga, she's not sixty. Yeah, right. Angela Bassett is sixty five. She's thirty. She's, she's just 30. turned thirty. She's thirty and it's popping outside, my nigga. Yep. Popping. Like, yep. And Angela didn't become a mom back. until almost her fifties. Right. Exactly. It would have been the natural time for her to chill the fuck out anyway. Also, yeah. though. We got. I know we've talked, we've touched on this many a time on this show, but at some point, I think we actually have to have a deeper conversation about this. The radicalization online, or I guess I don't even know what to call it. This backlash, like it's 
uh, there are stories happening across across different sectors. It's not just a black man thing about how men are actually really not okay right now. Young men, like they're lost. They're untethered. They don't know how to define masculinity. They're grasping on to like um, these uh, gurus and personalities who are talking about really mm-hmm. archaic gender norms. And, mm-hmm. and it's like, we're having this whole, it's, it's, it's like a, a, a devolution of like I- ideals about men and women and relationship mm-hmm. constructs. And I, there's so many different factors to it. I think part of it is, and no, this is not a shot to my, um, to our South African and, 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 and West African brethren. But a lot of the times when I see really ugly gender conversations online that is basically mm-hmm. like the woman should not even kiss a man until she gets married and needs to be home totally you know, covered totally co- it, it's coming from at, it's coming from our cousins mm-hmm. over on the continent right yeah. so i think a lot of it is like the flattening of conversations on the internet mm-hmm. between ages and regions and 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 backgrounds and then of course the pod niggas um oh, which, I just which there's now a backlash to the pod niggas, which I'm I'm happy to see yeah, that. But it's but the dialogue about men and women is really scary to me right now. Like I don't think it's ever been this ugly, at least mm. that I've seen. Even with my well, even with my men, even my friends who are fucking Neanderthals, like it's really scary. And everything turns into a gendered conversation. But a lot and of that is because of about, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead, about, go ahead. Go ahead men and women and how we come of age is that women experience emotional intimacy outside of touch way Mm -hmm. earlier than men ever get to. And now we're seeing like the uh, fork in the road where women are growing emotionally and able to have thoughts, feelings, all these things separate of men toward men and men are not. Like they're literally not receiving emotional intimacy, not able to grow in that way until they're physically touched by a woman. Right. And, and, and you niggas is lost. A lot of you niggas is out here searching for big bros and you yep. niggas is searching for, uh, for fathers uh, and yeah. unks and all of that shit. And you're following these niggas because it's content and it's easily digestible and right. it's, and it makes, and it makes for good fodder mm-hmm. and it's yeah. not an intelligent conversation. It's not remotely right. what real life is. Like you niggas are not around couples. You are not a lack of actual community. Also, a lack of actual interaction with women. Like, and this is again, it's a whole different conversation. But like, y'all ain't passing notes in school. Y'all ain't asking girls school dances. Y'all ain't asking girls to dance. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not. You're you're going through rejection and 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 shooting your shot that people went through in fifth grade as fucking a 28 year old and then you're reacting and all yeah. that. You, know you get rejected like, and then you want to go kill somebody. You exactly. Like it's it's yeah. really like an arrested it's a serious arrested development that's been created by the internet. Some of these motherfuckers just do not know how to interact with women in real life. Like yeah. flesh and blood women you know, without it being I, about sex. Yeah. I, the last like last thing I'll say about this is like Justin was sort of the text i would say that that was like the text generation like that was really sort of the first time that a generation was able to communicate without like the school dance and that sort of thing and i just remember like really being vehemently like you wanted to ask a girl out and was gonna text her and i was like dude that's not we're not doing that 
That's not and, how it goes. And I'm only using that, and I'm only using that as an example because you know I intimately know that situation. But I think that a lot of times we often just put people in these situations where they're communicating in these very you know sort of isolated ways that put mm-hmm. them in this protective you know bubble and also too like you said now like you niggas aren't communicating with women you might be trying to like smash and so you right. operate with this you know weird way communicating with them, engaging with them everything is about how the shit is going to benefit you right. and how you can yeah. angle it right yeah. so and like, some of them only know how to talk to women and i and this is the internet's fault in order to either like you say either try to smash or debate with women about men versus women like there's no just like let me mm-hmm. let me just yeah, have a just kick it, you kick it. Yeah. Or, and yeah. it doesn't have to lead it doesn't have to lead to anything or, or you could just shut the fuck up and listen you can yeah, just yeah. That's always an option. Like, like always you, could just, you could just not engage. Like, everything doesn't require your engagement to have yeah. a learning experience, right? Like, yeah. we all... And, and, and honestly, man, that fucking content, this content shit, is like, this is all you niggas is wrapped up into. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. And, and also, like, I think I think what Sean said earlier is that the Madonna thing where like, you know, a lot of guys are, um, come from single-parent homes and you know, they got the Madonna complex because of their mom and their mom. you never got to see uh, your mom be a human outside of that's you. Some, exactly. You never your mama got to see, was fucking. Your mama exactly. was fucking. Exactly. Okay. I, I, can, I, I don't I can, know what to tell you. I can attest to that. Mr. James <laughs> was not coming by there out the kindness of his heart. Yeah, yeah he, it wasn't just popping by. Also, that's how sick. your mama got to be a single mama. Your mama was fucking like... Exactly. I, yeah. your, your mother had you when she was, say, 31. Did you think she'd never fucked again? Like, this is ridiculous. But I think a lot of these... A lot of these mothers didn't. I mean, not to say they just throw it in their children's face, but they definitely, you know, hid that fact and always like, you know, kind of hid the fact that they were like, like I said, that they were actually human beings and not just mothers. And this is, and and this so is also so the generation. This is also we now have the men who are the that that first really big generation of boys who was like, "This is my little boyfriend. This is my little best yeah. friend. My little yeah, yeah. You the man of the house. You the man of the house shit. type yeah. shit." Mm-hmm. Um, and literally wouldn't let them do anything. For yeah, because so a lot of these, a lot of these guys are looking for mothers in in many ways, including the whole like cook clean, blah blah blah. Yeah, and I, I get that. That you know, there's responsibilities on both sides of the fence, but they want they're looking for a woman to be their mom who they just happen to fuck, and then actually once they kind of you know have a child. It, I think some of that even fades away because it's like, nah, you're mm-hmm. like the mom now. I can't touch you. I can't do nasty things with you. I can't, you know, take you to certain places and blah, blah, blah. And my, my wife ain't going to be dressing like this and all that shit. You know, Meanwhile, you met her dressed like that. Exactly. And now you're dating our side, your side chick dresses like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's, I will a, say, as a kid of a single parent home, some of my favorite memories of my mom is like, her getting ready to go out or like me seeing mm. her in this all red leather outfit that like blew my mind. I think I was like, nine, individual. Was like yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite parts of my mom was like times she took to take care of herself and to like yeah. be around her friends. And it wasn't when she was in mom mode, that shit was terrible. It was yeah. always like, let me get fly and go out. And then I was and like, go out and do my thing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's a, 
where it's a bad space. Um, I also wanted to mention that we, I think we talked about this on text a while ago, but um, the, the, the terrible service of American Airlines, they got fined I by the uh, Department, of, we all do. They got fined by the Department of Transportation, the biggest, large, the largest fine ever, I think it's $4.1 million for the tarmac delays they had between 18 and 21. Because it's just wow. ridiculous. It's, yeah, they got a massive fine. So I don't, I don't know if it'll change anything. And honestly, yeah, four, American four is million dollars airlines, to an airline is nothing. You know, American is one of those airlines that they bank the tarmac. I realize they bank the tarmac delay into their flight schedule. Really? Yeah. Like so, the 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 total flight time includes the time they expect you to. You want to sit time. there? Yeah. The tarmac. Wow. Crazy. That's ghetto. So technically, hell. so technically, they can't get a record for delays but you're still sitting your ass on you're still the on the tarmac yeah and there's so many so many instances where like there's one they, they talk about in this article on cnn where like and 20 people sat on the tarmac uh in dallas for six hours in three minutes and you know what happens with those tarmac I thought you weren't even legally allowed to sit on the tarmac that long anymore i thought the I, limit was no. now like the patient bill of, the patient bill of rights was like I mean not patient passenger bill of rights was now like two hours or something like that before they had to do that if they build it in then yeah and you know could, and what happens with the tarmac delays is uh first of all they run out of shit like those little pretzels and all that bullshit that runs out pretty quickly water and stuff and They're then it gets hot yeah and then it then gets hot because it's they hot. can't keep the plane running because it's burning uh air, 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 airplane fuel which is really expensive so now you're sitting in in Dallas on the tarmac and a hundred something degree heat, burnt bacon, bacon, like a, like a, like a, like a, a croissant. recycled air. That's yeah. Yeah. So, so, so they got, we'll, we'll see if this leads to any changes, but that, that shit is crazy. You know, um, they, they're terrible. I hate American. Fuck it. Burn it all down. I'm Burn it all down. Again. Start it again. Um, now you want to mention your, uh, your family union? <laughs> I want to give a shout out. Okay. So, my I'm closest to the maternal side of my family and both my mom's my grandmother's people and my grandfather's people are both from South Carolina. My grandmother's side of the family is country but kind of prissy country. My grandfather's side of the family is just country. They they country country, right? So that side of the family had a family reunion and it goes basically it's one of those towns where like we related by some means to almost every black person in town type mm-hmm. shit. Like everybody in our church, we related to in some way kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, we lost a lot of people during the pandemic. So mom was like, you have to come before. Like there's literally nobody, like there's almost nobody from my grandfather's generation left. Right. So she was like, you have to come down before there's none. And, there's, and then we lost a bunch of people from my mom's generation. So she was like, you have to come down before, you know, the la- the last of them, the elders are gone. So I went down, I brought Jason with me. Um, <laughs> my uncle took the bus down from New York and met us and drove down with us. So we was like a real family road trip. Oh, you packed uh, up some shit? Huh? Packed up some shit in the car, some chicken Listen, and stuff? he had the snack. He was laughing at me because he was like, what are you doing? When I was packing the cold bag, when we were getting ready to leave, I was like, yes, cold bag. He was like, <laughs> we can stop on the road. I was like, I don't, because the thing about me no, is I, don't I am not one of those, I got to get up at the crack of ass to get on the road, people. But once I'm on the road, I ain't don't trying to stop. stop. Yeah, like, yeah, let's we go. gassing, food, 
P, everything, one stop. Let I hate yeah, stop. Let's roll. Let's Jason's roll. the opposite. He want he's one of them. We need to miss the traffic people, but he'll stop a billion times. I hate that shit. Mm. Once we stop, I want to spot, stop to be quick. And he'll yeah. stop like we get to North Carolina. This motherfucker looking for boiled peanuts at the gas station, whatever. Yeah. So he's looking for fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my, and you know, my uncle's older, so we I already knew we would need to build in extra bathroom breaks. But he's also like. Jason's like, oh, there's nothing I want to eat on at this exit. Let's go to the next exit. No, let's get whatever. Yeah, 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 get you a burger from Arby's and get, Yo, get, get take this because like, I don't really <laughs> want McDonald's. If you don't order this fucking McDonald's <laughs> and let's go, you know, but it's like, nah, let's go. There's a Chick-fil-A on next. I'm like, that oh, was, I was dying. That's where you should have stopped then. Because I'm like, we're going to lose every time we pull out. Hours. Yeah, you lose time. So anyway, so we do the road trip, we come down. So I have never brought, and the times that I've moved away from South Carolina, I have never brought a man back to South Carolina. Nobody that I dated in New York. Wow, this is very big. It's very big. This is monstrous. It's monstrous. But also because my mom comes to New York so much, or we travel to other places. Like all the years I was with Greg, we traveled a lot. It, including mom, right? Yeah, but you and know also, South Carolina, though. But I never took him to South Carolina. He he actually met my father's side of family, which nobody has ever done because my dad passed while we were together, but never came to South Carolina. So when I brought Jason to the family barbecue, <laughs> I have three cousins. They're like my second cousins, third cousins. But since I didn't, they they acted as my brothers growing up. So mm-hmm. they all immediately like, you know, huddled in. Um, but I, I warned him. He fared well. My godmother is now like my last matriarch of the family. Mm. Um, so you know, she was like, I need to see him. Come let me come talk to me. You know, mm. and she gave him a once over. She's like, I'm gonna talk to you tomorrow without anybody else around. Damn. Um, and my cousins <laughs> and them were playing spades and they made us get on the table. And me and Jason have never played spades together. So I was like, we do trial by fire in front of my whole family. Fortunately, we did really well because my um, my cousin Kirby was kicking everybody's butt, and they yes, cousin us. Kirby they set us eventually, but we lasted <laughs> longer Kirby. than anybody else. Cousin Kirby, we, we and then like to the point where Sunday, because our family reunions always culminate with church and food after church. They talked about Jason during the announcement. <laughs> We're doing the announcements. Damn, <laughs> my cousin was giving the announcements, and he was like, "I'm oh, 47 years old." I didn't know Naima her whole life. He said, I ain't never, never, raise your hand, Naima, never, ever seen her bring nobody, raise your hand, Jason, bring nobody. Yeah, you caught you out in the middle of church. <laughs> Yo, Yeesh. so that was our family reunion. We survived. They adopted him. And my family is the type that once you end it, I told them, I said, if we were ever break up, they would still be asking you where you are. Like, you, you are in like the that, family yeah. now. You they already told them. Yeah, it was like, you a guest this time. You want a girl next time. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wrong. Like, just be prepared. They make him carry no chairs. They make him carry no folding chairs. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> let, they let him get by without a lot. They did make him carry a tent. They were moving the tent over. They made him okay. help carry the tent. But we, okay. got a, we got a bunch of... My family ain't small people. Like, my family, they, we some substantial-sized people. So... He, we wasn't the only big nigga out there, but um, they definitely put him to work a little bit. But they also told him they were like, you know, enjoy this time. You on the yeah, grill? Yeah, because next time this is lit. 
you know on the grill, you family now. You know what I mean? Like now you're family. Well, that's a good, that's a good thing. That's family. a good thing. Yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah. Good thing. It's but nothing like bringing a man home to like your country relatives yeah. and him passing all the tests. Because it's, it's he, a different he look. Because he country is hell. He's from right. Savannah. And I told him, I was like, this is the side of my family you're going to enjoy the most. Yeah. It's, it's, a, yeah. it's a different uh, look with the country folk because they, they, they're not, they're not. They're not putting on airs, they say. They mm-hmm. really gonna be, yeah. They're not really going to be holding back too much. So that's, Very God bless you. God bless you, Jason. You made the cut. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> they were joking like, well, since since we got everybody here and we got an officiant and we got everything, why don't y'all, what y'all waiting on? Right, he, right, they were right, trying right. to get us married. We're, we're, going, down, we're this, going down man. to the church tomorrow. Like, I, I, somebody I, can I, run down to Savannah, pick your mom up real yeah, quick. I, I, call Reverend, I call Reverend Jenkins now. It's your time to the service. Um, um, Oh, um. I want to. I think we said it before, but again, I want to give a peace and love to Shikari Richardson, who had a phenomenal. I guess it was World Games. Yeah. Um, she t- killed t- it. T- tied or broke the uh, women's one hundred record. I think she might have uh, broken it. I think she might have broken. Uh, yeah, she was uh, two hundredths of a second from uh, what's her name that passed. Oh, uh, um, Flojo. Flojo's record. Okay. So Flojo had point three nine. I think she had point four one. Okay, so she yeah. killed that. They won. They won the um the uh, four by one hundred relay beat Jamaica. Um, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they had a dad. Uh, she had she and well and the, the guy Noah, Noah uh, Lyles who also killed. They um the Americans had a great uh, a great meet and Shikari um did well. She looks she looks great to to me just from my, you know my my outside eyes looking in. She looks better. She looks more like she looks so much stronger. Like, a, like she's yeah, been in a str- weight stronger. room Cause, the whole time. Yeah, because that's what the thing. she like, needed to be. She was yeah. she was a little early last time. Now she's yeah. to the fullness. She's because now when, she, when she's running like she's running against um I forget the lady from Jamaica who's like the top uh, sprinter. It's uh, like Jackson. Uh yeah, Shrika Jackson. But she like now Shikari has. You can see that because she's been in the weight room, she has power, so she doesn't fade when she's running now. That she runs, she's running so hard, and she doesn't fade. She actually gains um, Mm. speed as she's going, and she's even like her skin just looks better. Her eyes, to me, are clearer. Like she just looks better. And I know she. I think she's a more dedicated athlete. She's taking it more seriously now, right? She's got time to grieve for her. her Yeah, she's mature. She's focused. What I really loved though was. When she was talking to the girls from Jamaica, and they were like, "It's been a long time since yeah. somebody from America, America won." And she was like, "Cousin," but yeah, it was all love, you, loved, you know, like love. there was, it was a real love. sisterly yeah. situation. I really appreciate yeah, it. They were taking selfies together, and you know, I, I saw an interview she did at the podium, and she she's calling um Shelly and Fraser Miss Shelly. She said, "God, because Miss Shelly's an amazing athlete," and they, everybody started laughing. She was like, "Oh," because you know, she's like realizing. That. And she said, "I've been watching Miss Shelly since I was a kid." Everybody said laughing because you realize Shelly Ann is probably 36 now, 35, 36. So she's, you know, substantial. I think Sharika's like 22. So, you know, it's, it's you know, it's, it was nice. It was nice to see. Her interviews are good. Like, I'm so happy because everybody always says, you know, you know Jamel, Jamel Hill was saying we owe um, uh, Shikari an apology, which I t- vehemently disagree with. I don't think we owe an apology for anything. She, you know, she was. She wasn't doing the right thing before. She's correct. Also, herself. I don't think we owe her an apology. I don't think any of oh. us were yeah. the ones that were vilifying her for making yeah. a mistake. I think it there was, was some, no, there was some black people who were vilifying her, but right. I think, no, like, but I mean like us, like our yeah, yeah, the yeah, people yeah, yeah, on yeah. my our timeline people. were not. Yeah, no. doing 
Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. If she deserved valid critique, but she but the thing about Shikari that people kept missing or skipping over, her critics her harsh critics kept missing and skipping over is that she admitted herself. Mm-hmm. Like she slipped. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. she wasn't yeah. asking, like people were going harder over the situation than she was. She was like, I deserve it. I'm gonna take it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like she re- and I think if anything, like that just reinforced her 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 determination and her commitment that was the thing like she wasn't committed and she had yeah. to lock that in and i think yeah. that might have been the thing that made it happen but to take it over the top exactly but she admitted mm-hmm. it like she admitted her wrongdoing she wasn't asking mm-hmm. for any special favors she wasn't boycotting nope. she wasn't doing nope. nothing she was like i got it i'm gonna take that l yeah and that's the thing that really like garnered a ton of respect for her from me she wasn't bucking and no. I, think yeah. both, I think both her critics and some of her really harsh defenders missed that point like she right. was fine with the disqualification she took it and she was like i got time you know what i mean so yeah yeah i love this for her because a yeah. lot of people just assumed that it was over want to think the worst of us even mm-hmm. even our own people who want to think the worst of us mm-hmm. just assumed she was going to burn out and that was going to be it okay and i mean and look at her situation and line it up next to like a Ryan Lochte or even a Michael Phelps, who we know had a weed problem for a very long time. Like that wasn't a one time mess up for him. A very long time. You know, he gets grace and he gets to come back. And you know what I'm saying? Like the criticism was, did not meet the crime. Yeah. It didn't didn't justify. Um, I want to give a quick shout to Victoria Monet who dropped her Jaguar 2 last uh thursday Slack um, and i haven't listened to it but i, I haven't listened to the whole thing yet but i i love Victor- victoria and coco i love the two of them in the game because they are already well victoria has been here a long time like this yeah. is a long time coming victoria she's been a songwriter for a very long time for a long she's been time performing for a very long time but victoria is a total package that we haven't seen in a while you know what i mean like writing singing dancing mm-hmm. like a real mm-hmm. dancer she got she's giving you looks she's giving mm-hmm. you choreo we haven't really gotten that in a long time and because she is a songwriter she knows her she knows her sound she knows her fit mm-hmm. um so you know she's giving you a little janet little b like her video the on my mama video you got some Sierra up in there Dope. you got you know yeah. i mean it's really, and, and i feel like that's the correct way to use a sample Exactly. Absolutely, exactly. absolutely, and and they put Charlie Boy, who that's his record. He's in the yeah. video. He's in the also video. Yeah. And yeah. also, um, and with Coco, she is more self possessed. Like the new girls, like the Summers and the, um, what's my girl's name? Ari um, yeah, and Ari. They had to kind of grow into performing. Coco mm-hmm. is already there. Like yeah, because she because she, she also comes from the acting side, so she right. knows how to kind of present herself. Um, but Victoria's, you know, she's got a lot of fans now. Her fan base is growing. I think the album's going to come in number one on the R&B side. I'm going to want to pop side. It doesn't matter. It's doing well. She's going to tour. Um, like I said, she's the total package. She looks great. She's sexy. You know, she sounds great. So, you know, happy her to her. Her man is so fine, too. My God. Oh, Sorry. I don't know. I don't know her dude. Um, <laughs> but, um, they met on the set of another video, and then she got pregnant immediately like I did. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna do some research. Jumping right in. I saw a video of him speaking Spanish the other day, and I was like, "Won't he do it?" That is, <laughs> <laughs> that is real. Uh, yeah, so I just want to give her a shout. Um, um, did, uh, Inca, did you watch um, in just like that finale? I did. What'd you think? You you don't watch that right now? 
season. You watch it. I couldn't do the season. The first season was enough for me. It's a lot. It's a lot. What are we doing? What are we doing, Jeff? Who are these people? I didn't mind the finale. Um, uh, The cement, to me, to me, it was nice to see Kim Patrol. She she made a cameo. Um, I appreciate um, her cameo and the way that they did it. Yeah, the way they did it was dope. Um, I, I, I was not surprised that Aiden. I, I was going to say Aiden shit on Carrie, but he didn't shit on Carrie. But I wasn't surprised he didn't go through with the full uh, uh, relationship. Spoiler alert, or whatever. Um, yeah, spoiler alert. I'm spoiler. never waiting. What is it? Seven years? He asked her. Five. Five, five, five years. years. He asked her to wait five years. He was like, "Well, like, just wait we five years." Nigga, they, no, they fifty so plus. Child growth. <laughs> so yeah, his, the his kid son, had. Yeah. He has, he has like three sons. Kids. He has three sons. And the youngest is like 14-ish. And mm-hmm. he had a really bad accident and um, totaled the car, like rammed the truck into a tree or some shit, had really serious injuries, was high on mushrooms. Yeah. When he Come to it. find out it was kind of kind of like a, maybe, might have been a suicide attempt. A call could have been. But yeah, because been. Aiden has always been the constant parent because the mom traveled to work. Okay. Aiden was not at the cabin where his father, you know, yeah, because he started because he started coming up to see Carrie every other right. week. That was their arrangement, and it was they laid so, it out nicely because while he would be with Carrie, the kid would call him. Mm-hmm. Right. So and, while and be, while Wyatt was struggling, he couldn't yeah, get he could, to his father. Like or he, he would get to his Kevin. father and talk on the phone, and like, right. he tried to see and Carrie be like, "Come on, I said hi," and he'd be like, "Dad, pick up the phone." Like he like he didn't want right. to. He didn't want nothing He's to do not with Carrie. Carrie at all. At all. At all. Yeah. And so now this means that this billion-dollar apartment that Carrie bought that can she fit bought a, all of the nah, children. Nah, nah. She bought a four-bedroom, three-bathroom on Mm-mm. Gramercy Park. You know how Two much stories. that is? <laughs> Two stories. On Gram- and she got the key to the park. You know how much yeah. bread that is? I was, I was telling people <clears> online, I was like, listen, n- not only is that crazy, but in reality, you probably couldn't buy that apartment because nobody's giving it up. They don't come <laughs> all up on market. Often nobody's selling. Off. That's going to stay in the just, family. That's going to be transferred to the family. How caked off Big was. Yeah, yeah. And she is spending that motherfucking money. Um, like but, that's, but that's also kind of like in the first one where she bought this crazy ass. When she bought that crazy ass apartment, and then was just like, "Never mind, I'm going back to my apartment." Yeah. I was like, it doesn't work like yeah. that. It doesn't work like that, bitch. It's real. Like, y'all barely just closed. The fuck? She got a $5 million like joint make... like on a brand new building looking at the Hudson River and you, and you and leave this because you, could, you, you couldn't figure out point, to, You couldn't figure out how nothing, the refrigerator was beeping. <laughs> nothing happening in season two is realistic. Yeah, that's real. Nothing. That's real. It's not real life. Yeah, it doesn't exist. Not. I'm sorry. Yeah, no one yeah. is going out in the fucking snow apocalypse to get condoms for their teenage daughter and dropping them off to where she's to, fucking to lose her, in a to house. Lose her, to lose her virginity. Doesn't happen. Not really happening. <laughs> the only I'm thing sorry. that does happen is um, Ari, uh, Nicole Ari Parker's character. Um, right. She had a miscarriage. miscarriage. Yeah, uh-huh. She's like, I think she's not 50, but close. Like 46, close. 47. Their storyline is very true to like some shit that would actually happen. All of yes. it. But I will also say, I think yeah. the whole thing of just like that is also what kind of frustrated me about season one and why I didn't come back is because either y'all are going to live in a little bit of rich 
white Upper East Side of Woman fantasy or well, we y'all gonna try to keep shit real. And it's like, you can't decide. They couldn't decide no, 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 how no. they wanted to do it. This is beyond like fantasy. This is like some, I can't even describe it because nowhere does, does any Black woman exist that says, I'm going to buy a thousand dollar stroller to spite my ex who right. now has the next bitch pregnant. Right, not a real thing. No, and, and, and and by the way, the ex, the new girl is a white girl. Right, it's like and that's not happening. <laughs> Anthony, who owns a bakery, is not firing his entire staff out yeah. of the blue because they take steroids. He fired them because they take steroids after an appearance on like the Drew Barrymore show, which yeah. would have blown him into the stratosphere. Not post pandemic. That happened. Yeah, also, Miranda's whole storyline is. It's like how many awful people can we get together in one place to see what happens? What do you think about the ending with her and Steve? Um, that they're just like gonna exist in the same plane you and kind was... of be social. I don't think yeah. that they're that's no, I don't realistic. think they get back together. I don't think they get back together. No, 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 but just that they'll be cordial and yeah, realizing cordial, yeah. like we were good for a long time, but we not anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's well, pretty got, realistic. It got, it got Miranda removed. ain't never one Steve. Miranda ain't never one Steve. No, she did it. Everything it's, leading up to that, completely unrealistic. Yeah. But sorry. they got renewed for season three, so they will be back at some point. I guess after the just has break. a bunch of people over there making mistakes. Yeah, they're spending Absolutely. money. So. But I guess maybe because the streaming numbers were good. I mean, we, you know, they never publicly show that stuff, but I'm assuming they were good enough to get renewed. So we'll, I mean, they have they watching. had an audience. The question was just, I'm just not the audience. I just realized I'm just not the audience. Yeah. But then why when the rules came up on Sex in the City, and you know what? In reality, I was only the audience for Sex in the City because I was a 20 something navigator in New York. New York. That's right. it. And I was yeah. on a party scene. Yeah. Right. Kind of proud of that. If I live somewhere else, I don't know. I mean, I know we all watch Sex in the City because of the fashion and the. Da, 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 but I know what you're saying. But like the things, yeah, the things on the Sex in the City. I haven't been exposed to a white girl whole phase like that, and yeah. I thought it was fascinating. But the, the early Sex in the, the City, the thing about it, like they they were th- showing, they were going to places and showing things early on. Like I said, we lived in, living in New York. We, we would go to and see like the cafeteria yeah. and stuff. We would go like that was like you could go there. It wasn't a necessarily so much of a fantasy world but um yeah we'll, i guess we'll see where it goes um did y'all I, I want to mention um adam sandler has a movie on netflix now called um, <sighs> i watched it last night yeah you are so uh, not invited, so invited to my, to my bar bar oh, it's, I really, watch it's, it. it's really good it's like light and embarrassment oh my god the stuff that middle middle school girls go through like this movie perfectly encapsulates yeah, a bit of that that kind of catty for no reason, mm-hmm. and, and all the misunderstandings because nobody just you know really talks, Oof. you know, communicates fully, and it, it just it, it it keeps ratcheting up. Ratcheting. But it's not it's not slapstick. It's not right. slapstick. It, it's 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 definitely like wild scenarios, but it's not slapstick. Right. And I, I was watching, and I was just thinking like how smart of Adam Sandler, who's clearly a smart guy to do this Netflix deal because I don't know if that type of movie would work in the theater now. Like, but yeah. now but now he's got this, you know, obviously uh, entree to this massive audience. Like, you and I would not go see that movie in the theater. But mm-hmm. on Netflix, it's like, yo, let me check this shit out. And I'm sure right. there's a lot of people like that watching that movie. And we're like, oh, it's pretty good. You know, because it is, you know, an air quotes Jewish movie, but 
It's very universal, you know. Um, it's a coming of age movie. It's a coming yeah. of age movie. Judaism is definitely involved now, but it's not like they beat you over the head with it. It's just very, you know. It's just very. It's good. It was a good movie. It's, it, it was good. And, and, his, and, and his his two daughters are the, yeah, the are, are, are the sisters, and you know the 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 other girl's um, mom. That's his wife. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, that's his uh, wife. Gabby. Too. Gabby. Yeah, that's his wife. Think, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, that's his wife in real life. So, yeah, so he put his whole family in the movie. So, Perfect yeah. vehicle to introduce his daughters as, as actresses. actresses, for yep. sure. Yeah, because no pressure, you know, no real yeah. pressure. It was good, uh, though, but I had to pause at one point. I was like, this Cause is... Because of the embarrassment? <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> a lot. so much anxiety before she went yeah. to the bar, but... Yeah. yeah. But yeah. also, uh, shout out to being back in my hometown. My brother gave me a cookie yesterday. And I bit it before I watched this movie. And please forgive me if I'm still inarticulate today because my shit is not together from that <laughs> one bite of cookie. One uh, bite and then not okay, you out. Okay, Okay. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sean, Sean had to jump. I wanted to ask him if he had watched um, BS High. Did he not watch that yet? I'm going to watch the first today. 15 minutes. Yeah. And... I think Sean had because then he posted a screen grab from it. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did. He did actually because we talked yeah. about it on Twitter. So I'll, I'll hold it to next week when he's back because that shit is. Please nigga. watch BSI. You ever look at somebody and just before they even speak, you know I hate they that are. Nigga. Yeah, I hate that. Lying ass. Everything nigga. they about to say. A scumbag. <laughs> he's literally like on some, like, yo, make sure you got your wallet in your pocket shit. Like he, he's the type of nigga that'll steal your shit. He he was one of those terrible niggas <laughs> ever. Yeah, it, yeah, I yeah. I I, I, I hold it till Sean comes back. Um, I wanted to mention uh, the girl. I forget her name now. The girl that talks about the random man in Atlanta with the baby. Morgan. I don't know her name. <laughs> yeah, is it Morgan? Morgan, baby oh, Morgan. Yeah. So she yeah. she went. Her, her story is she went to Atlanta. Um, I think this is the party. She wasn't in school, was she? But first, first, before you tell her backstory, I want to tell the backstory of how the internet started paying attention to her. Yeah, because I saw the first video of hers that went viral. She was doing an outfit of the day joint. Okay, in a segment we like to call TikTok this week. (laughs) She was doing an outfit of the day, and she was like in the backseat of the car, about to put the baby in the car. So she's like, she got the baby on her hip, and that's the funny thing. When she be holding the baby so haphazardly, the baby be like, "Wow, oh yeah, (laughs) why am I even here?" The baby on her hip. No, she's like, the sweater is from wherever, the pants are from wherever, this bag is from wherever. And she's like, oh, and this baby, and she like jostled the baby to the front of the camera, like this baby, <laughs> this baby is from a random nigga in Atlanta. So that's like the first thing that went viral. That was the very last thing. And the baby really just be in the videos like, yeah, Mom. don't be crying. So people started asking questions like, what do you mean? What's the story? And then like, it went from there. Right. So, Sean, I mean, Jeff, you got her backstory. Oh, I've oh, only been marginally paying attention because I watched the videos of the baby yeah. daddy who looks exactly like a nigga who would be who yes, for sure. she's talking about, for yeah. sure. So, she, so I can't remember. I'm sorry. Somebody please correct me. I can't remember I'll if she was in him. school. I can't remember if she was in school or she was just in Atlanta party, but she met this guy, you know, random nigga in Atlanta, like you said, random <laughs> man in Atlanta. Um, they, they kicked it. And she didn't really know him at all. They had sex. You know, she's young. She's still young. She's like 23 now, I think. Yeah. So she was like, I guess, 20 or 21 when she met the guy. And, yeah. you know, they had sex. And she got pregnant. She decided to keep the baby. 
okay, they go were ahead, go together. Ahead, he lived with her for two years. Oh, I didn't. Oh, really? He lived in her house. Yeah. Okay. Moved so they, to Michigan. Moved her to Michigan because that's, I guess, where he's comfortable. Okay. Um, she got an apartment. She was paying all the bills, helping with his truck and shit. But she couldn't. She wasn't paying no bills. No he bills. Was that part, hanging, no, he, he was just hanging out. So you got a twenty. You a grown ass man. You got a twenty two year old. Yep. Paying all your bills. Yeah. Anyway, so go then, ahead. Now, how did they? Well, I think they, she's from Atlanta. Cause she was talking about moving away from her family. I think she might be from it. Right. Okay. Yeah, she moves so, back now, though. Okay, so they broke up, correct? Mm-hmm. And, and he went back to Atlanta. He left her thirty days after thirty days the after ha- having a C-section. Exactly. Yes. And went back to Atlanta and kind of like disappeared. Like he just went back to. He had, by the way, he has mm-hmm. six baby baby mothers. He's thirty years old. So when they were messing around, when she was twenty, he was probably like twenty-seven, twenty-eight. And he got a couple, I think he's got a couple that are like 30 days apart or something like that. Yeah, some wild. Seven baby mamas. There are two that are five days apart. That's what it is, five days. Which is crazy. He goes back to Atlanta. just now heard about the very first one, which nobody knew about until (laughs) this week. So now there's seven. Oh, there's seven. Okay. Yeah. So there's so seven five. baby mothers. At least seven. Oh, might, five is now yeah. six and so Yeah, on. it could be seven. Might even be more after before it's all It could be. He's trash. And he goes back to Atlanta and he just goes back and kind of disappears and doesn't have any contact with the child or anything. And she's, you know, she's, yeah. she starts doing these videos and stuff and they start gaining man popularity. And she never mentions his name. He never mentions his name, but just like a fuck nigga gonna do, he gonna capitalize on the moment. because He, he hates like, to see her popping. I'm Maybe surprised this nigga didn't start selling t-shirts yet. Like, yeah. cause you know, he was probably like, this, I'm gonna get this bag. Yep. Yep. So, yep. So her, Hilarious her because that was one of his hustles. So she still has all of his t-shirt pressing and printing equipment <laughs> and started making her own merch that says smart, like smart. random man in Atlanta, yeah. which I think is. So perfect. she never says his name. She never identifies him and she never she just keeps saying random man in Atlanta, random man in Atlanta. And so he gets mad because she's starting to pop. Her TikToks is going up. She's getting mad popularity. So he yeah. jumps on 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 in the and identifies himself and just tries to basically dog her, saying why is she dogging me, blah 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 blah. And it's like, bro, you left her with a child thirty days after she had the C section. Talking like, about how living in the house with her family was very difficult. I bet because they was probably looking at you like, why are you here? Yeah, exactly. What are you, nigga, what are you doing? <laughs> but then you know? his other baby mama start jumping on. Yeah, the other the other, the other six mm-hmm. the other six at the time start jumping on that. And have basically the same story. Incredibly beautiful women. Yeah, how is he pulling this? Because he's he's not a fly nigga. Listen, my question in the thread was: Is Atlanta that bad? Is this is is it for dating? It's not great, but seven like that's crazy it's like i don't know what this dude he's doing something because he's he's probably he probably loved bombing in the beginning and basically moving himself into their space and not leaving like that type of shit like homosexual yeah i've been in one of the relationships where like i didn't even mean to get a relationship with this nigga he just was there you was just like oh shit i was like this nigga not going home you know what i mean like and it's just this nigga got a key (laughs) (laughs) that's like oh yeah, all of a sudden he's just like, I'm coming to your house and bringing my laundry. What? Are you t- what? Yeah. You know, it just, yeah, I, I'm guessing it was something like that. So I find it, I find, so this has been, been a very interesting saga that he's jumped online and he's, you know, and, but what's really interesting to me is kind of back to what we were saying earlier in the podcast, how many men and some women are like dogging her. 
I'm like, I don't. Yeah. What is she? I don't. What did Morgan do wrong? She had a child. She did not identify this man. She did not call him out. You know, yeah. she, you know, she didn't well, do anything. Well, somebody said. Um, Jay said that somebody had said in the comments, like, "Where is her accountability?" And somebody responded, "Her accountability is on her hip. Like, she got she's <laughs> I'm here raising kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah, exactly. If, if, if the kid's not on her hip, the kids, you know, where would the kid be? If you know, if not sleeping, because it's still a, the child's still an infant. It's, like, it's not even. Yeah, somebody still like, gotta buy this milk, nigga. Yeah, exactly, like, and pacifiers and that type of shit. It's a baby, baby. It ain't like a, a three year old yeah. running around. It's a child. And I, but it just bugs me out that people are on her neck, like she did something wrong. It's just, because she it's, made the choice, and I'm like, but he a grown ass man. She's like, like we all know, like he's a grown ass man. Her frontal like, lobe, like, like both, these, both things can be true. She can have got game by ancient nigga. It happens, yeah. and he and he still like, but he still ain't shit. But he still, ain't, still ain't shit. Exactly. And he's showing you he ain't shit, and and, and exactly. people are still picking, and people are still picking his side for some weird reason. Like he's. He's just, now there's now seven women who have children by this guy, and he's not involved with any of the kids really. And somehow, except the people, one he's living with, currently. yeah, because he's stuck basically. And people are still kind of like saying like he's been done, been done wrong. It's it's bizarre. I don't I don't get it. That's the world we live right. in, I guess. I don't understand. I love TikTok though. Yo, TikTok is fire. TikTok is fire. fire. It's, it's, it's TikTok taking, is a wild place. It's taking over everything. <laughs> it's the wild wild west over there. Yeah. I'm still um, I'm still staying on Twitter till the wheels fall off. So but. they had a, they had Invest Fest here um this week. Oh, by the way, before yeah, hold oh, Cyan was there, Jeff. I should have told her yeah, to you. Yeah, so I saw her um I think her TikTok or her Instagram or something like that. Um yeah. um by the way, sidebar, real quick before I go to Invest Fest, what did y'all think about Elon Musk now talking about taking a block feature away? I you mean can't I'm do surprised. that. You can't have an app on can't do that. Right. Play Store or Apple, whatever it is, y'all get y'all apps from. Uh, it's part of it means that if there are interactions between users in the bylaws that you have to be able to block. Yeah, unwanted. And, yeah. But also, part of what um a lot of people have been saying is that it, part of Elon's whole takeover of Twitter, and I agree with this to the to the point that he's even really thinking about it and not just pushing buttons, is to disrupt um dialogue around the election as much as possible absolutely and this and this helps absolutely i think also he's talking about removing it because his little blue checks are mad because people are just automatically blocking yep yep and people are blocking him (laughs) you know what i'm saying also also because they're like hi dave you blocked me i'm lex luther you know what i'm saying he's he's bizarre um but um they had invest fest here this weekend which um is I think this is the third year um convention's grown in leaps and bounds. The first year they had forty five hundred people to participate. Last year I think it was a couple thousand. I can't remember the number exactly. And this year it was twenty thousand. So in three years oh, they've grown forty five hundred to twenty thousand. Yeah, massive conference where people come to. Uh, network with other businessmen. They had uh, speakers included Robert Smith, uh, Steve Harvey, Maverick Carter. Um, Which, I, by I, the way, I'm very impressed with having Robert Smith there. Like a lot absolutely. of this, you got Robert Smith there. That means that this man, that's a, that man is actually giving you bona fides for your financial account. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. I don't know if Puff, Puff, Puffin was a participant. I don't know if he did a speech. 
Um, but Jermaine Dupree, they had several, you know, and a lot of other people I'm, I'm, I'm missing, but a lot of people came and spoke, um, a lot of participation. Um, I've, I've listened on, on my, my boy Ike, his uh, app fan base. Um, a lot of people who were on fan base went. And I didn't go, but they listened, listened to, I listened to what they were talking about. And I think they're gonna have to, it sounds like they're going to probably have to rejig it a bit because it, I think it's actually grown too big. Yeah, there were some um, complaints about logistics. There were a lot of complaints yeah, too about big, logistics. Yeah, too big, too fast. The people were saying they weren't getting um, inform- the information they were looking for. But I think that's a double-edged sword because I don't know what information... You know what? This uh, this all stems from the dinner with Jay-Z or 500,000 conversation. Because it's right. like, you think you think if you meet, say you meet, get to meet Robert Smith, right? Or Puff, there's some randomly, you just get five you minutes think somehow you're going to... They, people you're gonna, think you're gonna learn this shit by osmosis. Yeah, in, in five or ten minutes, I'm gonna, you know, get all the the, the steps of becoming a billionaire, discounting right. all the trial and error, all the right. years it's taken for Robert Smith also, or people to get here. The in the industry, the entertainment crossover of it all makes things murky. Yes, because you have people there who just trying to get a look. Yes. Or just want to go for the gram, mm-hmm. or you got you know LLC bros, LLC mm-hmm. Twitter, and all that mm-hmm. shit who aren't really serious about actual finance, who are just there like, how do I make a quick come up? Yeah, how, how so want to be seen there yeah, because yeah. it's a quote-unquote place to be, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's a, but, you know, but bless uh, the earlier leisure guys who put it together. Um, they're doing their thing, and, you know, they're going to keep growing, and, I know, uh, all support and love to them. Because, you know, they're trying to they're trying to help people. You know, it's just growing pains to me. It'll, it'll, it'll get figured out. Um... I also wanted to mention, um, sadly, the Jacksonville shooting. Um, random white man who hates, man, wrote manifestos talking about how much he hates black people. Um, went to Edward Waters College, which is a black college in Jacksonville first to try to cause, um, massacre there. But the guards, to their credit, would not let him on campus because he wouldn't identify himself. He then um, strapped up and drove to a dollar store in the uh, black section of town and proceeded to kill three people. Ran total random people, like one woman had just dropped somebody off in her as an Uber driver. Uh, one guy, one one young kid was uh, an employee at the dollar store, and I, I think the other uh, uh, kid was a uh, uh, shopper. He was leaving the dollar store, and he killed these three people totally randomly. Before, he, of course, turning the gun on himself. And um, Florida, I mean, and not Florida's not um, isolated in this, but because what's been happening in Florida with your man DeSantis and all the bullshit, the rhetoric has just gotten to a fever pitch. And, and I, think it's, I hope not, but I'm scared this might happen again in Florida because black people, like it's open season on black people in Florida, especially, you know, it's terrible. It's even sad. Ron, even Ron, I think realized shit has gone too far because you know he tried to come out. Yeah, and, but it was like, man, get the fuck, like, yeah, get the fuck, fuck out of here. here! What are you yeah. doing here, bro? Like, and I hated, I hated the, I don't know who it was. There was a woman at the, um, at the, the alley or the memorial or whatever it was. Um, when he came and started booing, there was a woman, of course, like, no, we're not going to do that here. It's not about red or blue. We need to come together. And you know, st- trying to stop them from booing him, 
And it's like, it's not it's about his red fault. Blue. I was about to say, it's not about red or blue. It's the fact that he is directly responsible directly. for harmful policy and practices. It's, and right. that, that are still going, you know, taking yeah. books out of yeah. school, killing African-American studies, doing all kinds of shit. And then he tries to show up for, you know, a political look because it's all it was. I know he don't give a fuck at all about these people dying. And then when, when people express that, she wants to stop it. It's like, come on, man. Like, there's always that, though. There's always that. Black people like we're better than this. Why we? Why do we always have to? Be yeah, better? yeah. Why the big ones always have. Nigga doesn't even think that we're human. Exactly. And three three families have lost their loved ones randomly mm-hmm. on some bullshit. They have to bury them. Who knows if there's money? Mm-hmm. You know all the things that happen in the funerals. You know, totally random because it's bullshit. And then we supposed to yeah, like, shake this guy's domestic terrorism. It's Literally. called white supremacy and actual acts of racism and hate. And it's annoying that the media has decided to not label this as that. Nope. Where if right. we the black people, it's we need more information. This mm. may have been racially motivated. We got to see what happened beforehand. Exactly. Versus just calling a spade a spade and saying he hated black people and he killed people who were just going about their daily lives. Literally, just going about their lives. That's not terrorism. What is? What is? What is? It's, 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 yeah. And again, then he shows up with his wife on some bullshit and we're supposed to welcome him. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, it's crazy. It's it's insane, man. So that that really, that really, really irked me. And fuck Um, her too. Yeah, fuck her too. Yeah, she, she, they partners is 50 50 with them. She's with all the shits. She's with all the shits. Um, real quick, I watched, um, Undisputed. So Undisputed started back up yesterday with Skip Bayless. He's got a rotating cast of uh, a bunch of different athletes. Is that the clip with Keyshawn Johnson? Yes, and yes, Rich yes. Sherman and, um, and Michael Irvin. Michael yes. Irvin. Yes. That nigga could not get a breath into that conversation. Skip, Skip Bayless is literally just <laughs> sitting there while these niggas were yelling at each other like they was in the barbershop on a Saturday afternoon. It's like, be careful what you wish for, bro, because now you got it. You thought yeah. Shannon. You thought Shannon was too much. You got three Shannons now, mm-hmm. and they don't. They, and maybe yeah. And Michael Irvin is so bonkers. He's like always constantly yelling at the top of his lungs. He gets out of his seat. He walks around the set. It's like what is <laughs> happening? And Skip is sitting there like, "Yo, I cannot believe. I cannot believe this shit." I also would like to know who is dressing Richard Sherman. Yo, is it him? Yeah, I don't know. He was wearing like a red and white plaid jacket. That and a jacket black was t-shirt. terrible. I was like, yeah, damn. Yeah, damn. Yeah, you got to do better. And I know you got a little paper, so you can, <laughs> you can do better. You can do better. So let's see where this video, I watched a little bit of it this morning, and it was more of the same. It wasn't like they had a meeting, like, oh, we got to calm it down. Mm-hmm. Same shit. Michael Irvin yelling at the top of his lung at Richard Sherman and Keyshawn trying to get word in. Now, hold on, let me talk, let me talk. And Skip just sitting there like, that's the thing about sports commentary, though, is that it is based largely in conjecture and yeah. things that you can't compare and then constantly comparing them on air. Exactly. So it just breeds arguments. It just breeds arguments because there's really no right or wrong answer. Like, who's yeah. better, Jordan or LeBron? It's not really a right or wrong answer. You know, it's you can't like. compare the, that shit. You yeah. can't compare that shit. It's different times, different eras, different positions. But it, it, you know, you start that up, you go, and these these are some barbershop ass niggas, like you know, Michael Irvin from the, from deep Florida, Richard Sherman from Compton, Keyshawn from Inglewood. So, yeah, so they they black black, they black black. You know what I'm saying? Crazy. 
Yeah, so we're gonna see where this goes. I, I got. I don't know if it's gonna last in current form. Well, ESPN um, is also just beeping what they sow by letting random niggas yeah, go. Letting oh, niggas go. Yeah, because yeah. it's not just ESPN, but like, yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, did you watch it? It's been a week now, but did you watch the GOP debates? No, absolutely not. I'm not giving them no energy, no airtime, no nothing. I can't. You know what? And I know we're two elections. No, after between 2016 and 2020, mm-hmm. I like Jason thinks I don't like watching the news, and I keep trying to explain to him I'm definitely not a nigga that doesn't like watching the news. I read the news. I read a lot of news. I did so much news consumption between the 2016 and the 2020 elections that literally I have an adverse reaction to watching. I can't watch, I can't watch real time shit. I can't. I I think we all did though. We burned out. Like, yeah, I reject it. I need to be able to watch clips selectively Mm -hmm. and read. Like I'll read a whole transcript if I don't have Mm -hmm. to watch the, because it's such bullshit. I think that's what it is. Like they're not even trying to hide the bullshit. Yeah. It infuriates me because it's such bullshit. Like, anytime he turns on anything that has Trump on it, I immediately leave the room. I'm like, I never need to hear that man's voice again in my life. You know, and and I, and I keep trying to explain it's, it's the opposite of an aversion to the news. I have an aversion to just how silly all of this is, how ridiculous and unserious it all is. I can't, I can't do it. I well, like I say, it. the news, the news, it, not that it, especially when CNN invented the 24-hour news cycle, and I was saying, now you got MSNBC and Fox and Newsmax and, you know, one, what is it, uh, ONA and OAN and a couple others, like you have to fill that time. You have 24 hours to fill every day. So you got to do a lot of dumb shit and you got to do a lot of salacious shit to try to mm-hmm. hopefully get people to, move, to tune in and not turn the channel. Trump Trump is the most salacious person mm-hmm. in, you know, a new, a political person in the country. And so you see people now mock, copying him, like the Vivek dude, some other dudes just saying, you know, uh, even your man DeSantis saying the most outrageous, crazy shit. Um, not not saying that they don't believe it, but they also they know it'll garner news time for them. Free, it's like free advertising, so it's a whole bunch of that going on constantly on both sides of the fence. Honestly, people just also Fox News kind of paved the way for the bullshit we're seeing now because they yes very early in labeling themselves as entertainment. Yep. And not necessarily news to fill that yep. time and to kind of pull people in while exactly. also telling these wild ass lies. You can't exactly. hold entertainment accountable for exactly. telling lies. So now there's all these cottage and cheeses, all these podcasts and all these, all these, you know, all the things that, that like, you know, watch Fox and then either, you know, agree with them or they mock them. And it's just like a whole cottage industry now. And it, like I said, it is annoying and exhausting because like what's real? I guess even even yeah. with all these ninety one counts of um, that Trump has and all these court cases that he has, um, they're making a mockery of that now. Like it's like it's, it's really going to court. Be like it's, it's really good. like I was I was watching uh, Morning Joe and Joe Scarborough said some shit. He was like, "Yo, if it's 91, 91 charges, right? If he if he gets convicted of like just two or three, he's cooked for life." Yeah. If it's two or three charges, he's going to jail for life. Like the the other eighty eight or eighty nine won't even matter at that point. Like they only have to he only has to be found guilty like once or twice, and he's over. But they're gonna make a mockery of that. It's gonna become a whole thing with the court or the walk in, the mugshot, or what was he wearing? It's just, it's it's a lot, man. It's it's or even just acting like 
facts and the jobs people have to do are being like subjective like yeah like it's like a judge the, fighting against what the DA is saying when she's yeah. reading the law seeing that you broke it and then charging you like it's yeah. not her fault it's not something she's doing yeah. to your friends this is her job yeah, and, and it, she's yeah. doing it in the way it's supposed to be done exactly like, and he's like she's a racist she's going after me nobody's going after you bro you broke mad 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 laws you even on you even on tape telling somebody to break laws like what are you talking still about lying about it still lying about You've it been 100 years or whatever in jail for lying i think at this point we should start telling the truth or just shut up and don't like show him just shut the fuck up and don't say nothing just don't say nothing because they said there's, uh, there's, there's another part of, i saw this morning there's another part of the tape which i guess they haven't um exposed yet where he tries to um tries to like bribe rasperger he's like all right well What's it going to take for you to get these votes? Like, like he, he's, he's, he's fucked. He's the fucked. DM transcripts of him speaking back and forth with people who are actually invading the Capitol is Crazy. some Crazy. shit that is out of a movie. Crazy. Crazy. You see, you see why Ivanka and, and Jared are like, because they, they shit's crazy with the money. They got Whoa. three, they got three point, people said it was 2.1. They actually got $3.1 billion in total from the, from the Saudis. So they like, they trying to stay far away from all this shit. And that's what somebody said. Rest. Somebody was like, <laughs> let's see if they actually go after Jared. Um, yeah. Well, I think shit, Jared. Uh, Trump think, just transferred Trump ownership yeah. of to, to Donald. But I think he, he did it that. for, he allegedly quote unquote sold it to Donald Jr. for more than four times his value, five mm-hmm. times his value. So that's clearly mm-hmm. a laundering situation. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's like he's it's, it's just anywhere you turn, he's dirty. He's dirty as shit. Oof. But uh, burn it all down, burn it all down, and start it up again because this shit here is crazy, you know. And I, and I, I gotta say, you know, I actually think you know if you wipe away all the bullshit, I think Biden and, and Kamala are actually doing a a good job of what at their agenda. But I do wish there was a next there was a younger candidate. Like Joe, that's oh. our fault. But then listen, that's our fault. Democrats, it's totally our fault. I say this all the time. Republicans are much better at pipeline and long game than Democrats. We spend so much time talking about executive branch for the people who are supposed to be more open minded and educated. It's like we're the ones who act like we don't know how the fuck government is supposed to work. Like mm-hmm. if you are not going to support local politics and get involved. And run a candidate and let them grow and mature. Mm-hmm. Republicans have been on this shit since '68. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like all of this is long game, and they always have a new, fresh personality in the mix. Always, and none yep. of us are like, why don't we have that? We haven't since Barack. Like Barack yeah. here was the last crop when you heard about like really new people because new people. you know what I mean. Because also like um, Cory Booker is his peer, and there was this black uh senator or congressman or whatever out of tennessee harold ford he was supposed to skip over him you know but we yeah. haven't had a young crop since then nope nope and it's like but for some reason every time election year comes around all these people talk about we need somebody younger we need somebody young i'm like what are y'all doing mm-hmm. and what are y'all doing locally like Nothing. how do you not expect to pour into local politics and you just magically want a candidate to appear? That's not yep. how it works. Yeah. I I, I, I say, I think, and it obviously it was not his fault at all, but I think Barack um, 
fucked a lot of shit up because he he so was so young, so charismatic. Obviously, he had a beautiful wife, a phenomenal looking family that people thought that's how it's always supposed to be. And it's like, no, he was. And they just a, supposed to show up out of nowhere. Yeah, they're supposed to, the people are waiting for like Barack 2.0, and it don't happen. It don't work like that, bro. You're not going to find another. I think Barack, right. was he even 40 at the time? Maybe yeah, 40? Early like 40s. Early 40s, though, like 42 yeah. or something. Yeah. Like now mad young. First, when we were, when I was first introduced to him at the Democratic National Convention in, what was it, 2006? Oh, when he spoke. Yeah, when he spoke. He was, was in his like, 30s at that point. What the fuck is this? Like, yeah. this is the guy. Yeah, but that he guy is, that shit no he's an anomaly. He doesn't, that, yeah. that, 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 that's not, that's one in a million, you know? So and people, people kind of, you know, are looking for that type of energy again. And I don't know, like the last energy that was like that goes back to like JFK. And that was, you know, 60 years ago. So exactly. it's like, you can't, you can't really, that, that can't be your standard. Cause if that's your standard, then you're never going to meet that standard or it's going to only going to happen every, every 50 years. And meanwhile, you know, and I, again, I think Joe and Kamala are doing a good job at their, at their, um, with their agenda. I think they've done a lot, accomplished a lot of things, which I'm sure Joe will talk about when they, whenever they have debates. But, um, Joe will be in his eighties next time. And that's old for anybody. And even though he's, I get he's shit, that's old as hell. These bro. last two presidencies, we've had the oldest candidates and the oldest presidents. And it's, and it's getting older. Yeah. And I'm like, for all of y'all, and this is why I don't understand. I'm like, for even with, even with Bernie, how are the people who are talking about we need a fresh perspective still talking about an old white man? So yeah. I'm like, for all of y'all who are talking about how we need something new and fresh and modern, I'm looking at the candidate pool. I said this last year during the election. I said the fact that the candidate pool is like the main people we're talking about are three old ass white men tells me the math don't math. Like the math does not math. Yeah. Where's everybody else at? Like where's, you know, they had the, they had the you know, the, the, the squad and, you know, those younger people came in and, I mean, they're not there. They need time to grow and grow. Yeah, yeah, they're not, no, they're not like, ready. They're not people ready. were talking about how soon can AOC run for president? I'm like, can y'all let her learn how this shit works first? Like, right. she's like, she's yeah. in her, she's, she's in her 30s. We are too. It's too much cult of personality. It's it too is much people being yeah. really captivated by phenoms, and you know, it's like let people learn the job. Let people learn how to do this shit. Like, mm-hmm. we still need people to understand the fundamentals of government. Like, yep. you know yeah. what I mean? And I don't, I don't, I don't know who else is on the horizon, but like you said, um, and then even like when you get young people, then now when you get young people like, um, Justin and, um, I forget the other cat's name in Tennessee. Oh, they just the kicked, Justin. Yeah. They, 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 they just kicked the Justin, the one from, uh, that went to fifth. They just kicked him out again. Jeez. They just kicked him out again. They it's did. Like, I had yeah. No idea. Yeah. They I kicked him out again. I haven't been watching. Uh, which is terrible, but yeah, it's you know, and again, so he's, yeah. he's actually he's actually going to be a, um, a professor at Fisk, and I think he's you know going to still be involved with pop. But like, it's so bad now with that Justin. Like, even like white women are showing up at the Tennessee, uh, uh whatever this the state or state you know, Open kind state of and they're, 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 and they're beefing because now if you go if you go in just with a sign saying like what happened was they there was a uh, measure um, on the floor to pass laws against, you know, to, to some gun control laws because they, they had that mass shooting recently. And they were kicking white women out who just had signs. They just had signs mm-hmm. like, you know, my son died or whatever. They were kicking them out. Like, it's like, so it's it's just, but, what, bottom line is the white folks is is terrified that, they, that they're that they losing grip and they're turning up heat because they, they don't want to, 
They want this country to make, make you know, which is why the whole America, make America great again and all that type of shit. It's such so big of slogans because these white folks do not want to give, want to turn the power over to anybody. You know? Yeah. So, uh, on that note, yeah. <laughs> on that note, anything, uh, anything else you want to discuss before we go? Um... I don't even know now. Uh, my kid is in oh. kindergarten. Oh yeah, oh, this mean, is day two, right? Just like you know, a little trouble getting in the door. You know, she's a little upset today. She walked in and like did not look back, which was very like, like damn, damn, damn. <laughs> but that's a good sign that she's having a good yeah. time up in there. So yeah, now she knows where she's going. You know, so now she's, yeah. she's excited to go, which is a good thing. School starts for me next week. I'm the professor. Have, I have freshman orientation tomorrow. So what are you going to have them call? What, what are you going to have them call you, Professor Cockrum? Or no, actually, no, I'm lying. They call they call us all by first name usually. Oh, do they? Unless somebody's a doctor, then it's doctor or whatever. Okay. But the students call most of the professors by first name. It's not Clive. The Clive program is really small, so you know the students know pretty much all of the professors and vice versa. So there's not a lot of formality. Like, if I was a doctor somebody, then I might be Dr. Cochran, but it's fine. I'm fine with Naima. My does, um, just call me Naima. Does Clive come over there at all? You know, I feel like Clive don't go a lot of places at all. Yeah, see him because Clive's got to be sniffing 90 now, right? He's definitely yeah, I mean, even back, you probably saw this, Jeff, when you were still in the Sony building. I tell the story all the time. Like, sometimes I would be leaving the Sony building late when Clive still had an office all the way upstairs mm-hmm, mm-hmm. by the, um, mm-hmm. oh, by by the, the Sony Club. By the Sony Club. Mm-hmm. I would see Clive like shuffling along yep. the corridors mm-hmm. on his way down to his car. And I'll always be like, Mr. Davis, don't you need somebody with you? Because like the thing about Clive is like the few times he does make TV appearances, he still looks very spry mm-hmm. and very young. When you see Clive in person, he's he, old. He's old as fuck. Yeah. He knows how to like, he's got Pull his makeup together. people and his hair people yep. and all that stuff to make himself look a certain way on television. And I, and I get it totally. Yeah. But like, when you see him you walking, like you said, walking, Literally and moving, it's like, it's like man, yeah, cause Clive's gotta be 85 at least. Yeah. I, yeah. Mm. I feel like that'd be, I definitely right. think he's, he's sniffing 90. So what I already feel like is that, um, Fred Davis's brother is very involved in. That's his son. Fred's his son. Oh, Fred's his son. Fred, I think Fred is very involved with I'm the sure. day sure. to school, um, mm-hmm. in terms of directives from Clive and things that mm-hmm. Clive would like, um, as its namesake. I don't know how often Mr. Davis himself actually yeah, yeah. makes it around. Yeah. Oh, by the way, before we go, did we say, um, give a RIP to Clarence? Was,
I, I, sat, I hooked up with Jeff Dixon last week and we talked for a while. I brought up to uh, him, I said, I'm really glad that Mr. Avon did that documentary because he, because, yeah. you know, he, he didn't want to do it. It took, him, it took years of convincing for him to do that. He did not, he was not interested in doing, in exposing his life like that at all. Um, but I don't know who, who you know, I'm sure various people convinced him to do it. And he did it. And, um, Jeff made a good point. He said, you know, that documentary might have contributed to his wife in a situation because you know being a target yeah being a target you know because he um, was so behind the scenes people didn't so know so low people didn't know he yeah. was yeah um, i had never heard of him before watching that yeah a lot was, of people had he was but, one of those people who you really only knew him if you were in the industry or in some way had like come across him or in some yeah. way affiliated with them which was part of his power right yeah um and i was, he was telling, not he was not a cloud chaser <laughs> yeah because somebody was asking me like you know, it's a shame that we don't have any Clarence Avons anymore. And I was like, well, and it was somebody from outside the industry. I was like, well, we're not going to have anybody fill his shoes because the thing about everybody from Clarence Avon's generation, they did things that can only be done the one time, right? So you're mm. not going to have, just just by virtue of the era yeah. in which they lived, right? So mm. you're not going to have anybody be the same. I was like, but one thing about Clarence is that he was a baton, he was a for real baton passer. Like he absolutely spoke to people, he poured into people, he shared gems, he shared contacts. Absolutely, really what he absolutely. Did. I was like, so there are some executives who he had his arm around. You may not know them. We know, you know what I'm saying. But that's the whole thing. It's the same yeah. thing. You might yeah. not even know who these people are yeah. because they're not yeah. out front people. They yeah. move. He you definitely know, was not. He was definitely was not selfish with his information. Like you said, right. I saw a clear thing the other day. I guess it was on TikTok. I hadn't seen it before. A clip of it with uh, the singer Khalid, uh-huh. young kid. He um, sat down with Quincy Jones, and Quincy Jones is like giving him jewels, like yo, it's, you know, yeah. telling him about the songs and that. And again, you know, Khalid's still new and still upcoming, and I think he's going to be fine. But for somebody a titan like Quincy to sit with him. And yeah. drop these jewels. And there's another. Well, yeah, another, I think they had done like one. a um, like one of those kind of iconoclast interviews. Type yeah, or there's like another that. one with Quincy dropping jewels on Kendrick. So there are they. Those guys were not not selfish with information. No, at all. and they want to pass it on, and they want to see. Wanted to pass it on, yeah. and like and, I, and speaking of Quincy, like my heart breaks for Quincy because like he's now at the point. All where, his like, people are gone. All his best friends are gone. Everybody's gone. All his best friends are gone. I, I think about my great, I don't think this is Quincy, but I remember my great grandmother every time it got to a point where every time she heard somebody dad she, uh, die, she'd be like, Well, Lord, why you ain't take me? Like, she was actually upset. Like, mm-hmm. what you yeah. waiting on? You know what I'm saying? She yeah, was, my, she was I saw right my, now. I saw my uncle, uh, he came down here last, it was in July, it was last, last month. And um, he he was saying that. He was like, Yeah, man. you know, because it was 11 of them that they're down to four. Um, and he's like, yeah, all my friends from church, all people like he said, all the people I grew up with are gone. Right. And he said it like with a very melancholy voice, like, I'm just here. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nobody, ain't nobody. I'm just kind of, you know, going, obviously he's retired now. He's like about 88. Um, so he's like, I'm just going through my days, but there's no, you know, his wife died years and years ago. There's nobody really for him to like interact with like that because all his peers are gone. That's a, and that's some that's something I think at you know as as younger people we don't really think about it. You know, one day you know, you know maybe we'll maybe we'll be blessed to live a long life, but right. that comes with some shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because everybody ain't blessed to live that long life. The people you love and know and 
you know, your wife, your husband, or your best friends, they they gone, bro. They gone. No, I, I mean, and as much as you may love your children or your grandchildren, it's, it's not, not the same, same, bro. It's not, it's the, not the same. same. It's not the same. And so humans like, are made for companionship. You absolutely. Like to be around you people. That. You need to touch people. Yeah. Yes, you need that shit. I do want to mention a little bit of TV, though, before we go. Okay, okay. Um, Special Ops Lioness. Are y'all I was gonna watch. I was gonna. I need to get into that. That's what Zoe. It was Zoe, right? Yeah, incredible. Okay, okay. It's very, very good television. Um, Trav is very hung hung up on like the army details that they're getting. Oh, we're only doing that shit like that. (laughs) Uh, Please hire military consultants when you're making media. It's important. (laughs) We spot all that shit every time, right away. Um, and then. The Wonder Years, like I know nobody is uh, talking about this show, but they are in a fucking it's a great pocket. Show. Yeah, great show. Such a great show. Incredible acting. Yep. Dulé Hill is acting his ass off. He's really killing Southern it. accent. Yeah. Patty LaBelle playing the mom is yep. so. Yep. And like the dad's name is Clisby on the show. Like <laughs> so black. It's Clisby. so good. Like mm. please don't let this show die with the writer strike. I'm yeah, very. Yeah. Very, very nervous that we're not going to get to see this incredible lead character kid who is killing it. Yeah, he's killing it. Yeah. Such a cute kid. Yeah. Like, really good looking cast. Mm. Really great television. Yeah, the sister's dope. The older brother's Bruce. He's back. He's dope. So, the last thing I want to mention um, for, you know, is uh, uh, The Shy is back. And it's been good. It's been good. It's been good. It's been, it's been good. The Shy, it's been good. They've, Maybe they got some new writers or something, but the, the first four episodes out now, I think five is this week. It's been good. It's been good. What was the Very... season we watched where I was just like, the oh, suffering is fucking yeah, it was terrible. Like, that was about yeah. two, two seasons ago. It was terrible. Okay. But it's it's not that anymore. It's more, it's, it's been not bad. <laughs> it's been not bad. I might come back to it. Yeah, now check, like check it out. A little check free time. Out. Yeah, check it out. It's Speaking a trip. free time too. I need to get back to being like a baddie. Cause like I'm so used to being a fucking mom in the middle of nowhere in Colorado. Like, yeah, here's what I look like. Yeah, now but, you're like, in my, now now New York. You're... Like my yeah. sweatpants wardrobe was the most was comfortable lit. shit. Yeah. It all looks terrible. Like and now, now you're in Maryland. It's like oh shit, you'll <laughs> be flying out That's here. Funny. I got to get back to. I haven't had to like actually put on real clothes almost every day in since 2018. <laughs> like, yeah, but, like like. Cause I've been working for myself since 17. So it's like most of my, and then in fact, during the pandemic, it's like most of my clothes are either I'm chilling or I'm going out, out, like yeah. doing a vent yeah. out. So I'm like, not in that a, I have in to, a middle, middle ground clothes. Yeah. Not that I have to yeah. wear any real like professor clothes or anything, but even like the, the mix that I used to wear into the office of like casual versus little polish. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I got to get that back you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, like I can't be I'm, showing up to the PTA looking crazy. Like not there. Not here, right? Yeah, not so here. Cause ladies, this wow. fall, like my ass is going shopping. Yeah, I got to get yeah. some staples and kind of get my shit back together because I am looking crazy in the streets. Get a pop. So thank you, DC women, for <laughs> looking at right. me crazy. Yeah, so we're so gonna I wrap it up on that note. Sean, Sean had to jump, so we don't want y'all to think that we wasn't letting him bother the conversation. Yeah, he wasn't here. <laughs> yeah, man. He call your here. elders. Call your grandparents. Yeah, call your elders. Make sure they yeah, I gotta call my I'm gonna call my aunt today, matter of fact. Yeah, on that note, we're wrapping it up. I guess we'll see yeah. you all after Labor Day. Everybody be safe yeah. out there. And we'll yeah, have if you're having a cookout, DM me. Oh. <laughs>
<laughs> and that's what's popping in the world of entertainment. Thank you for listening to the Pop Life Podcast with Jeffrey, Naima, and Sean. Want to be a part of the show? We've got three ways you can get involved. Like us on Facebook. Send us your burning questions to poplifepodcast at gmail.com. And follow us on Twitter at Pop Life Podcast. 